Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, your inside look into the world of MMA. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez, and I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title off for better than three decades. And straight up today, I bring you Mr. MMA himself. When it comes to the world of writing, there's no more prolific writer in the sports history. Of course, MMA coming into play with the UFC back in 1993, but straight up, nobody knows it better than Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer will be here at about 22 minutes past the hour. Open phone lines, coast to coast. If you'd like to join the man I call the genius... Yeah, Wrestling Observer Radio Show. He started all this stuff. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. You can do the Skype thing. Yeah, we take Skype calls. The Skype line, uh, Sports Byline, and then number two, that is the Skype line. Well, guess what? The dragon has been slayed. I'm talking about... Man, I mean, it was all over. I mean, from Machida, I mean, I, I was like... I was sitting there watching, I'm saying, Leota Machida, the dragon, he, he's going to beat Luke Rockhold. And I'm, you know, no, 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 it didn't happen. Luke Rockhold took him apart. I mean, just took him apart, stopped him in the second round. But if you looked at that fight from the get-go, Machida was never in it. I mean, just never. Boom. Like from the referee's instructions on. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the upcoming UFC 186 main event, which I think you can skip as far as the pay-per-view is concerned. Watch these fights on Fox, the prelims, and then go out and enjoy your Saturday night. But UFC 186... Hayobi Hawaguchi, uh, Horiguchi challenging Demetrius Johnson for the flyweight 125-pound championship. Not worth the buy. Not 70 bucks. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Not all waters are created equal, and that's why everyone from athletes and celebrities to weekend warriors are choosing Alchemy. It's the ultimate health and wellness water. Alchemy hydrates you faster, helps balance your body's pH levels, stimulates your metabolic function, and is clinically proven to boost the immune system. Plus, Alchemy's patented water is rich in bioavailable oxygen to improve vitality and performance. Available at select retailers and online through Amazon at alchemywater.com. That's A-L-K-A-M-E water.com. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-414-1051. That's 1-800-414-1051. 1-800-414-1051. Call now. 
Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. Striking that main nerve. Little T.O.P., you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking through the world of mixed martial arts this hour. Luke Rocco, man, Leona Machida just destroyed the dragon. The dragon slayer, what can I say? Submission, Rene could choke. It came in the second round, 2 minutes and 31 seconds in. But, you know, Machida had taken such a pounding in the first round. I mean, the first round had to be at least a 10-8 round. At least 10-8. You maybe could have went 10. I mean, he was just, he just taken a pummeling. I mean, punch after punch after Ooh, just got beaten up. So the bottom line is Luke Rockhold is the real deal. I mean, we really didn't expect Luke to uh, look this tremendous, even if he was to win. We didn't expect him to go out there and slay the dragon like he did. But let's talk about Leona Machida now. 36 years old, long in the tooth. He admits to uh, staying in shape between fights because he realizes he's old and he's getting older. And, you know, it's probably time to walk away. I mean, if he's still got his senses, and I think he does, and he's made a few bucks, he has, I think it's time to retire. I really do. I mean, listen, you don't take punches like that last night with basically fists, and guys are punching you on the ground. It's not like guys are punching you standing up with your head and your, your neck and will absorb the shock like a shock absorber, okay? There's nothing to absorb the shock there. When somebody's punching you on the ground, they're punching you, and you, the ground is underneath you. I mean, so there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to escape. And, and, and try as you may last night, Mishita was just came up second, second best to Luke Rockhold. Now, what does Luke Rockhold do? Uh, he challenges the winner of the Chris Weidman Vitor Belfort fight later this year for the world middleweight title. Of course, Chris Weidman's got the title, the belt. He's 185 pound terror out of upstate New York. He is the real deal at 185 pounds. He is the world middleweight champion. We'll talk with uh, Dave Meltzer about his recovering from his various injuries because he'll be back in action against Vitor Belfort 
in just a few weeks. Uh, Ronaldo Souza took out Chris Carmozzi in the, the semi-main event. You know, the UFC really must be hurting for fighters because Carmozzi was like 1-3 coming into this fight, his last four fights. And before the fourth fight, he had been beaten up by Souza before. He had been submitted by Souza before. This time, Souza beat the time of the uh, the first submission. He submitted him in 2 minutes and 33 seconds. But this fight went up on the um, the betting boards. There's various betting boards, internet websites, and this and that. And the bookies took it down after everybody jumped all over. I mean, they jumped all over Souza big time. He was a 16-to-1 favorite, but it was like betting and stealing money. Seriously, that's like stealing money. If you were able to bet Ronaldo Souza over Chris Camozzi, even at sixteen to one, the it was like the major. It was like the New York Yankees playing the um, the Brooklyn Sandlots. I mean, some 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 little league team. It was just difference as far as the uh, the ability was concerned. John Miller returned to the winner's circle. Take that back. He got defeated. It was unanimous nod. Brunel Darkouish came to, came through with a twenty nine twenty eight card. That's two rounds of one all the way across the board. A women's strawweight bout. Paige Van Zant was the winner. Over Felice Herrick, there's an entire feature story put together by Zach Attack Young at ringtalk.com, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk.com. He's got the entire fight card, and there was three, seven, 11 fights in all in this USC Fight Night on Fox. You know, USC on Fight Fight Night on Fox was the 15th show. Of course, the first show was, remember that, that blink-in-the-eye fight between Junior Dos Santos and Kane Velasquez when Kane surrendered the heavyweight title in a quick knockout? Anyway, they've come a long way since then. But last night's card drew 13,000 people and a $1.2 million gate. Man, you got to give them some props. They're making money all, everywhere they go. Last week, it was Glasgow, Poland, when they uh, had Mirko Krokop, the, the comeback of the former icon of the Pride Fighting Championship. Of course, he was a winner over Gabriel Gonzaga, and that was a, mm, a bit of a surprise, I guess, since Gonzaga had stopped him a couple years ago. But he stopped him with a TKO in the third round of elbows and punches, straight up three minutes and 30 seconds in. Krokop back in the winner's circle, but not as a premier heavyweight in the world of mixed martial arts. I mean, this guy's he's sort of like Fedor. I think he was Fedor Emelianenko. It was just overrated. You know, from that part of the uh, planet, uh, the Eastern Soviet bloc, and he's heroic over there, and he's iconic over there. But, you know, I mean, here's a guy that was fighting in a cage with the UFC, and he trained in a ring. That's sort of like, you know, becoming a secretary and training in the street to type. He's not going to do the same thing. You have to stand out there in direct traffic. Okay, if you're going to become a typist. Well, he was doing just the opposite, so that's where that's at. Bottom line is, the UFC's got a main event coming up on the 26th, I believe, yeah? 25th, take that back, 25th, of course. The main event is, <laughs> oh, man, Demetrius Johnson and Kyobi Haraguchi, and I'm not down on the Japanese fighter, I'm going to say. I'm really not. I'm not uh, a very racist or anything like that. I mean, but I just don't feel that, you know, Demetrius Johnson is head and shoulders above this guy. I don't want to spend 70 bucks to watch Demetrius Johnson beat up another opponent. And Michael Bisping's in the co-main event, taking on Bay Dalloway, Fabio Maldonado, the hardest-punching uh, fighter, I think, in, in the UFC as far as MMA is concerned, maybe all of MMA. I mean, he's an undefeated heavyweight, light heavyweight boxer. I mean, the guy can punch. He can crack. He broke my good friend Kyle Kingsbury's uh, orbital bone in a fight with the UFC. I mean, he is the real deal. He's taking on Steve Bossy, and there's a couple other fights in the car. But, you know, all in all... You want to watch the prelim, prelims. There'll be one, two women's strawweight bouts. There'll be a welterweight bout. There'll be a couple of lightweight bouts. Another woman's bantamweight bout with uh, Alexis Davis and Sarah Kaufman. And then the uh, prelim main event will be Patrick Cole and Joe Riggs. But as far as this main event's concerned, this main card they want you to pay 70 bucks for, I don't know. The only fight on there I think is even worth watching is, is Fabio Maldonado, and he's probably going to knock out Bossy anyway. So, 
I'm not going to pay 70 bucks to watch it. Just not going to do it. Now, UFC 187, we'll, we'll see about that. I mean, I think UFC 187 is going to go through the roof. I'm talking about Anthony Rumble Johnson. They got John Bones Jones. And it's going to be interesting to see how Jones is, um, uh, how can I put this, received by the media. Of course, his last fight uh, with Daniel Cormier ending in controversy, seeing he tested positive for cocaine a month before the fight. And his testosterone level was as low as that of an 85-year-old man. So when you take those two things into consideration, you have to say that he was taking something. Either he's 85 years old or he was taking something, one or the other, okay? And I'm going for the other, uh, being that he did take something. I'm of that belief. Anyway, most people are. But John Jones defending the 205-pound light heavyweight championship against Anthony Rumble Johnson. Johnson's fought as light as 170, but now he seems to be in a weight class. He doesn't have to starve to get to, and he can punch. He's just knocking people out, folks. I mean, he's an incredible puncher. It's just, ew. I think John Jones is in for his toughest fight as far as strikers are concerned. This guy can strike. Speaking of that co-main event, it's Chris Weidman. Talk about the world middleweight champion taking on Vitor Belfort, the former steroid freak himself. Of course, caught a couple different times, but he was allowed to take the testosterone replacement therapy. And, of course, we didn't, we didn't think that was fair. We thought that was cheating. And that's what it was. It was cheating. I mean, we're talking about legal, legal cheating. When you could take testosterone as a replacement therapy, okay, when you're like 25, 28 years old, 30 years old, come on, man. I mean, people aren't, people aren't, people aren't dying at the age of, they feel are not dying at the age of 30 and 35, not 85 years old. They should be able to compete without testosterone replacement therapy. Of course, they've banned that. And now Vitor Belfort is going to get lit up like the White House Christmas tree. By Chris Weidman, of course, UFC 187 going down. Straight up May 23rd from the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, Nevada. Next up, the genius himself, Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer Radio Show. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more, a $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229. 800-631-9229. 800-631-9229. 
800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Today, more than ever, Americans need a means to protect their life savings. With a troubled economy and government spending out of control, they've been forced to promote loose money policies, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. Birch Gold Group can help you protect your savings by rolling over all or a portion of your IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by physical gold. Take advantage of the best gold prices in years and enjoy the long-term hedge against inflation that gold provides by moving into a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group, the precious metal IRA specialists. Call Birch Gold Group today for a free consultation on how a tax-free rollover to a gold IRA can offer stability, protection, and the peace of mind that your life savings, which you've worked so hard to build, is safe. Call 888-221-0010 and receive Birch Gold's free information kit, which offers the best-kept secrets for safeguarding your savings with gold. Call 888-221-0010. That's 888-221-0010. 23 and a half minutes past the hour as we await the genius Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer. Of course, he started the Wrestling Observer back in the day. It was just all about wrestling, a little mixed martial arts. Before you knew it, he became the king of MMA. And, of course, he's been the most prolific writer in the sports history. And I'm talking about MMA, the king himself, the Einstein, Mr. Genius. I'm talking about Dave Meltzer. Dave, we are honored again. Oh, thank you very much. I always appreciate it. How's the family? Family's good. How's your brother, the magician, doing? He's doing good. He's is doing good. He's always he's always out of the country. Is he, is or he often out of the country? I shouldn't say always. But doing, doing magic is that is is that a hobby or is that his? Well, craft? no, no, no. He he does. Um, it's more like juggling and um, you know, I mean, uh, kind of street, you know, street performing and comedy and kind of all wrapped up into one. Okay. Little surprise last night in the way Luke Rocco took the dragon apart, the dragon slayer. I mean, laying him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't shocked that he won. I I I thought. When I saw the weigh-ins, I mean, I thought it was a really going in. I thought it was going to be a very tough fight to pick. Um, Luke was really confident. I'd actually seen him uh, just about a week ago, and he was incredibly confident. But you know, Machida to me, he's he's such a great fighter. But when I saw him at weigh-ins, he just um, you know I don't know what it was, but he didn't look in his best shape. And then I thought that that and Luke did, so I thought that 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 was an edge for Luke. But nevertheless, the. The idea of taking him apart the way he did, that blew me away. Um, because, you know, nobody's Machida, – Machida once lost to Shogun very quickly with a knockout, but nobody's ever taken him apart the way Luke Rockhold did last night. I mean, it was just something different. I mean, Chris Weidman didn't even come close. I mean, Chris Weidman beat him four out of five rounds, didn't finish him, and was in a lot of trouble in the fourth round. I mean, Luke just beat him up badly. I thought the first round was a 10-8, and then in the second round finished him. Yep. Uh, the, uh, is the UFC hurting for fighters when they've got to bring Chris Carmuzzi in to fight Ronaldo Souza? And according to some sports books, evidently it went up on the the line as far as betting was concerned, and guys were like jumping all over it at sixteen to one, and then it was pulled off the board. But are they hurting for for fighters or what? Did they bring well, it, was six, in- it was six days' notice, and um, you know they don't have a lot of guys on their roster that that on six days' notice, yeah, we're willing to do it. And what happened? When um, Yoel Romero got, got injured, I think that the idea originally was, well, we'll just have to pull him off because there's, you know, there's no one going to do it. And then Chris Camozzi, actually, and this is what a lot of fighters are doing now, is when something like this happens, I mean, they go on social media and go, I will take this fight. 
And UFC saw the guy who's, you know, he's won a couple of fights on the smaller promotions. He's fought Sousa before. And, and they said, well, you know, um, if you'll take it on six days' notice and you can make weight, uh, we'll, we'll do that. You know, I mean, uh, Sousa can stay on the show. And then they can do uh, Sosa and Romero uh, whenever Romero's ready. Okay. Um, some of the other fights on the card: Max Holloway dominated Cub Swanson. I didn't think he was going to dominate. Paige Van Zant defeated uh, Felice Herrig. That was the unanimous nod in the women's strawweight bout. This Roman strawweight division uh, does it have potential? It's a division. It's in progress. We're just learning it. Joanna Yejzik, who is the the champion, is is a very good stand up fighter. And um, Claudia Gadella is a good fighter. There's, there's, there's a couple. It's, it's, it's in its infancy. Um, you know, Paige is, is going to be the star of the division, but I do not think that she's going to be the, the champion in the division anytime soon. She's, uh, what she's got, she's very, very well conditioned, and she's in a great camp in Sacramento with uh, Team Alpha Male. So um, and she's 21 years old. And, and so, you know, in that sense, if she dedicates herself to it, um, she's a, like Dana White said, she's a scrapper. You know, she could probably do relatively well, um, but she's got a long way to go um, to be like a complete top-level fighter. But, um, I mean, she fought a, and beat, a, you know, a far more experienced fighter. And, and, you know, they that fight was put on Fox because she's got the potential to be a star because of her, because of her looks. Hmm, interesting. Dave Meltzer, I guess, uh, you know, we'll switch gears. UFC 186 is right around the corner, and... <sighs> I'm just not excited about the main event. Why is it I can't get up for these Demetrius Johnson fights? Well, I mean, I, I used to fight around 125 pounds, so I could appreciate the weight class. How come I can't appreciate his, his, his he's a very skilled, why, is, why, why am I lacking appreciation for this guy? I don't know. I mean, as far as, I think that part of the problem is, is that, is that um, he doesn't have a lot of good challenges. Uh, and the ones that he's had, he's kind of dispatched almost everyone. So there's this kind of feeling that, that uh, you know, like with, with, Aldo and with John Jones, you know, they've dispatched everyone as well, but it's, it's always like there's a new exciting fight on the horizon. And with Johnson, you really don't have that new exciting fight right now. So it's just kind of like, well, there it is. And then, you know, Horiguchi it's, is a guy, I mean, he's, he hasn't lost in UFC and he's got a good record. I think he's only had one pro loss, but he's never, you know, he's just kind of like, well, we, we have a fight and we need an opponent. For Johnson, and he's the best one available on this day. You know, as opposed to a guy who's, if somebody came in and started like blowing people out, um, I think that maybe then there would be more excitement. But you know, Johnson himself, kind of quiet guy, doesn't really promote himself very well. And then you have an opponent who doesn't speak English. <laughs> and you know, originally the fight, this this show was going to be a lot more loaded. There was a lot of fights that fell fell apart in the show. So it was never. This was never expected to be the main event. You know, Varel and Dillashaw was supposed to be the main event, and then it was supposed to also have Rory McDonald, who was a big star in Montreal, or, or in Canada. He's, he, he trains out of Montreal. He's from actually uh, Western Canada. So, um, you know, just so many things. And Rampage, of course, was supposed to be on the show. So I think a lot of that also. They, you know, Rampage's return. There's a lot of things that were supposed to be on the show that that fell through, and so now it's just kind of like. I think everyone's kind of chalking it up. Well, let's get past this one, and then the big one's going to be May with Weidman and John Jones fighting. Okay, looking at the main card for UFC 186, Johnson and, and Horaguchi, Michael Bisping, the count versus C.B. Dalloway, Fabio Maldonado versus Steve Bossy. Is Fabio Maldonado one of the hardest punchers in the game? What uh, Kyle Kingsbury told me, he broke his orbital and never been hit that hard. 
Yeah, I think Carl Kinsbury told me that Jimmy Manoa punched awfully hard too. But um, um, I think Jimmy Manoa was the one that did beat, uh, that, that uh, did that to Kyle. He actually. had two broken orbital bones. Yeah, yeah, it was because it was in England. It was Manoa. It was Manoa, not um, um, Kyle. I think um, I'm trying to remember if he beat Maldonado. It was like a back and forth fight. It was a it was a great. It was actually a great fight. Maldonado's got some some good boxing skill. But he's not a world beater or anything like that. He's he's good on his feet. He'll probably beat Bossy. I mean, Bossy's a hockey player um, who you know took the fight on short notice because he's a Montreal guy, and they felt that they needed a Montreal guy on the show because things have just they have a, you know they just felt that they you know ticket sales are lagging for that show. So I think that was part of it as well. And um, yeah, I mean, um, but you know he was supposed to be there as a, a stand-up guy, so Rampage would have a guy who wouldn't be out there taking him down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm looking at this card here, the main card, Johnson and Horiguchi, Dalloway, uh, Bossy, you just mentioned Shane Campbell and John McAdesi and Yves Jabun and Jabois. Thomas. Yves Jabois. Yeah, Jabois and Thomas Alameda. That's the main card. I'm willing to skip that card and just watch the prelims for free. I mean, if it comes down to spending 70 bucks, I really don't see the 70 bucks in spending there. Am I, am I being too thrifty here or what? I, I can't argue with that decision. I mean, it is you know, one of the weaker UFC main cards that they've had in a long time, and I expect it will do. You know, there were two shows last year that, that did not do well on pay-per-view. One was to Johnson and Ali Bogatinov, and the other was Dillashaw with Joe Soto when Burrell got hurt at the last mm-hmm. minute. And this one, to me, is, uh, you know, in that same ballpark, maybe even maybe even lower. You know, I mean, they've had a great year on pay-per-view, but this one, this is the one that fell apart. And then, you know, again, May and July look, look like big shows. Am I speaking to the only person I know that has UFC Fight Pass? Uh, you might be. I mean, I, I have to watch everything. And... I know you do, man. I'm, I'm going to tell you, everybody I talk to, these big UFC fans, I mean, guys are like, got to come and they, they, they subscribe to the newsletter, the whole nine yards, and, and they're not going with the, uh, they're not feeling it. What's going on? Um, you know, I, again, it's, it's, it's not a must-have. It's for someone, the, the Fight Pass is for someone who wants to see every single fight, or if you're a fighter or someone in, in uh, you know, fighter management and you want to study a fighter, you know, you get every one of his fights there. So if you're that kind of a fan and you want to look back at old fights, it's got that. Um, and they do have exclusive shows, like last week's show with the, the Crow Cop show was, was exclusive. They were, then they had the, the, the Invicta shows as well. They were doing more. It felt like they were doing more shows. It felt like they were doing almost like a show a month on Fight Pass, which made it last year. I mean, from what I gather, the numbers are still staying up for what, from what they were. Um, and I know they want to do more shows uh, coming up on Fight Pass. Uh, you know, as, uh, the goal was one show a month, but this year they haven't really hit that goal. Ronda Rousey goes in and steals the show from Dwayne Johnson, Rocky Johnson's son. I'm talking about The Rock. I mean, who can steal the stage away from The Rock? Ronda did it. Well, in in some ways, yeah, yeah. The WrestleMania thing was 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 really cool. Um, but you know, it was it was a collective effort. I mean, I really actually thought that the star was uh, Stephanie McMahon in that in that scenario. But Ronda was the one that got you know when it was all said and done. Ronda Rousey's the one where they got all the mainstream attention out of it because she was involved. What's Shane McMahon doing? Speaking of McMahon, Stephanie McMahon being Vince's daughter, Shane was run out of, run out of town a couple of years ago, huh? Uh, he left on his own accord, but he was... I, I mean, Shane McMahon is running a company trying to get pay-per-view going in China, which right now, has, so far, they've lost money. They haven't made it work, but I think it's one of those things where... He, 
from from what I gather, he doesn't want to come back to WWE until he proves himself a success. I think that there's been frustration. He's wanted to run something on his own. He wanted to run he wanted to run ECW on his own when when ECW was going down, and that didn't happen. He wanted to, years and years ago. He wanted to run UFC. I think that he probably when Pride was going down, they offered it to WWE before UFC bought it. I think he wanted to buy you know run Pride. He's wanted to run his own promotion to prove that he can do it on his own. Um, and it ended up when what ended up happening was with WWE because he wanted to be the he wanted to prove something on his own, and then he was going to be the guy who would follow Vince and run WWE. Well, what happened was he got uh, pretty much passed over for for Triple H and Stephanie, and they're the ones who are going to run the company. And he never got the chance to run his own promotion, so he decided that he was going to you know start you know you know run his own business and the business ended up being you know he he knows the pay-per-view business from from being with WWE and try to introduce it to China it's it's a hard sell because it's never been done in that country so um that's where he's that's what he's doing right now okay, how is the WWE network doing WWE network is doing well it is not as profitable as when they were doing pay-per-views um, it's t- make, taking in more money, but it, because of the expenses so much higher, it's it's not as profitable. Um, it's growing. Whether it will be worth it in the long run, if the jury is still out. I mean, in the long run, I think that they're going to figure out how to make it work it worth it. But there have been growing pains so far. Um, stock, you know, the the stock market is not uh, so bullish on them anymore as they were a year, you know, maybe maybe several months ago. Um, but the company's healthy. Um, the company's not doing the profits it was doing five years ago. But if the network, you know, really clicks and continues to grow at a strong point in two years, they will be maybe even next. They maybe next year, but but more likely in two years, they may be more profitable than ever before. So overall, I mean, it's it's growing pains. I guess would be the best way to describe the growth of the network. Real quick, who's going to win out here? The UFC's Fight Pass or the WWE Network type of uh, marketing? They're both going to win in the end because I'll tell you what, if the WWE Network turns into be a gigantic success, UFC will copy the model and they'll be a gigantic success for the same reasons. And if the UFC and if the WWE Network, um, the WWE Network is going to have to change and change if this model is not a success. Um, for UFC right now, clearly what they're doing is the better thing because they're making all that pay-per-view money uh-huh. and WWE is not anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, their fight pass is an adjunct, whereas with WWE... The, the the network is the entire promotion. I mean, everything in the promotion is built around selling that network. Freeze that, freeze that thought, Dave. Running up on a hard break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The genius is in the house. Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer Live radio show, the Wrestling Observer newsletter. The icon is here. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone at just a few days. So if you have knee pain 
back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves. And the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again. 800-480-5708. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV Check the cost, 40 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, you're inside looking to the world of mixed martial arts. Don't forget, you can go to iHeartRadio.com, download the free iHeartRadio app, and take Ring Talk Live Worldwide anywhere you go via your smartphone, your tablet, listen online, listen live, listen delayed, iHeartRadio.com and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. As is the Wrestling Observer Live radio show, which airs on Sundays from 3 to 5 p.m. Pacific time. And then they're going, Brian's going once a what, every day, Monday through Friday at noon, isn't he? On, I think every day now. Yeah, five or yeah. six. Yeah, noon, noon, noon to one um, Pacific time, so mm-hmm. three to four Eastern um, on Sports Byline, doing a one-hour show, and and the new thing. So he's going to be doing interviews, um, where the interview will start on the show and then it will finish on the website. That's kind of the new thing that we're doing. Wow. Okay. Let's talk about the UFC fight night. Now, of course, they were in Poland last week. They'll be going to Australia May the tenth. Of course, uh, Adelaide, Australia. In the main event, Ste- steep. Miocic taking, taking it on the, uh, the throw-in Samoan Mark Hunt. Uh, Mark Hunt's going to draw well down there because there's a lot of Polynesians Samoans in Australia. And he's Australian. I mean, he lives in Sydney. Yeah. So he's a hero there. And the idea that they're looking for, um, Mark Hunt and Stipe Miocic is an interesting fight. I mean, Stipe Miocic is the um, younger, 
uh, more skilled fighter, but Mark Hunt uh, has knockout power and he's uh, and can take a shot. He's also, I think, 41 years old, 42. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's pretty up there in age. But the idea is, um, in theory, this is the theor- theoretical idea: is that Mark Hunt can win. They are looking at doing Mark Hunt against Cain Velasquez in November at the stadium in uh, in Melbourne. It would be the debut in Melbourne, and they've got a 50,000-seat stadium. And if ever if the cards fall right, that would be the match that they would run. Um, you know, I mean, Mark Hunt's got the puncher's chance against anyone. I mean, he just he hits that hard. But um, you know, it, it's and it's kind of an amazing story because you know Mark Hunt was a guy that UFC did not want at all, and they were contractually obligated to take him, and then he ends up being you know one of their biggest heavyweight stars. But he, he he's a killer killer be killed type of fighter, isn't he? In other words, he either knocks you out or he gets knocked out for the most part. Not so much. No? He doesn't get knocked out easy. But but um, he's he, he's in theory. You know, not that skilled. I mean, Verdum did knock him out with a knee to the chin, so he can be knocked out. I mean, his chin's not what it was 10 years ago, obviously, at, at, in his 40s, but he's still pretty darn tough. Like, when he fought Roy Nelson, I mean, they were trading the big shots, and Roy was the one who went down, not not uh, Hunt, which kind of kept Hunt alive. And with <laughs> Stipe, I mean, Stipe's uh, better athletically in every single way, but, you know, he, he can still knock uh, Stipe out, and, and, he, and he may even do that. Hmm. We're talking UFC, of course, the world of mixed martial arts with the genius himself, Mr. Dave Meltzer. You mentioned Rampage Jackson earlier. Of course, didn't uh, hasn't Scott Coker and the uh, Bellator people put a temporary restraining order on him signing with the UFC or something or what? Yeah, he was supposed to fight uh, this coming Saturday, and Bellator went to court, and the judge gave them a restraining order because he was under contract. He's got three more fights on his Bellator contract. So it's 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 a tough thing for Rampage because you know Rampage is 37 now, and this you know they can go to court and wait for this court case to run out, uh, which is which would probably take years and probably be the end of his career, or he can go back to Bellator, which he doesn't want to do. So he's kind of got this issue where he's you know, you know his career will probably either be you know I mean he cannot fight for UFC or anywhere other than Bellator, but he doesn't want to fight for Bellator. So um, I don't know what decision he's going to make. Uh, I know that Bellator just signed Phil Davis, and I'm sure they would love to put Rampage against Phil Davis. And I also, but that's probably a fight Rampage doesn't want. Maybe they would want to put Rampage against Tito, which would be a good marquee fight for them. And uh, you know that was the fight. That is a fight that they were wanting. That was the fight they were wanting to make as Rampage against Tito when Rampage decided that uh, his contract. He he had decided that his contract was no longer valid. Without um, you know, he convinced himself, and UFC signed him, so I guess they believed him, but Bellator, you know, the judge sided with Bellator. The World Boxing Organization was going to throw their annual convention in the Philippines, in Manila, in uh, late October 2015, and the decision was made at the general board at the last convention to, to not go to the Philippines because of the, quote, terrorist threat. Now the UFC is going there in May the 16th, the Mall of Asia in the Poseidon of the Philippines. Of course, the main event, a smoker. I mean, Frankie Edgar and Uriah Faber doesn't get much better than that. But any were any concern regarding security and bringing those guys over there, uh, Dave? I haven't heard anything on it. I know it's a originally this was going to be a fight pass show, but because they made that main event, Fox wanted it. You know, Fox Sports wanted it really bad, so it's going to air on Fox Sports. And I I don't know the time slot, but I know it's like really early morning. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I guess I'll find out in the next couple of weeks since it's it's only a few weeks away. But I think it's like a, you know like six in the morning type of show. Why is Uriah Faber taking this fight? It seems like he has more to lose than Frankie Edgar. 
Well, he's moving up a weight class, which is one thing. Um, and and yeah, I I I think that it's just he. It, it's it's a chance for him to have a main event. It's just a weird situation because um, I just can't. You know, from the, from a championship perspective, Uriah is too small for 145 now. Even though he was a champion there for years, the the, the game has changed, and and he really is not big enough for that. Now, Frankie Edgar's not tremendously bigger than Uriah, so. Um, but Frankie Edgar will be favored. Um, I mean, the, the interesting thing about this fight is Uriah Faber has been fighting for a dozen years probably, um, and he has never lost a non-championship match. And uh, Frankie needs this win. A win here by Frankie will will almost surely get him the McGregor and um, um, uh, McGregor Aldo winner. So he needs this win. If Faber wins. Um, it becomes a very interesting situation if Faber can beat Edgar, but but uh, Ed, Edgar, you know, Edgar's got better better boxing, I think, than Faber. Although Faber has certainly improved his boxing um, wrestling wise, I think that Edgar's wrestling is certainly strong enough for Faber to keep it, or for, for Faber not to be able to take him down. Um, but Faber, if he somehow gets that fight to the ground, I mean, Faber's submission game is excellent. Okay, Gugar Mousasi in the co-main event with Costas Filippou. That's at middleweight, another middleweight bout. Mark Munoz, the Filipino record machine, taking on Luke. Mar- uh, this will be Mark Munoz's retirement fight, by the way. He- I, I, I'm glad that you brought that up. You took the words right out of my mouth. Go, I mean, talk to me. The, the Filipino record machine, he's been told by doctors to quit, correct? I don't know if he's been told by doctors, but he really looked bad in his last fight with Hoyne Canero. And, and even when he fought um, Weidman, I mean, although he had a broken foot when he fought Weidman, but <laughs> he uh, got knocked out by Machida. <laughs> he's not looked good in his last couple of fights. And. The, the reason he's coming back is just to fight once in the Philippines. Um, I think he wanted to do that before his career ended. So that's the deal. But he has said that, yeah, win or lose, this is his last fight. You know, great guy in the community. I mean, taking care of uh, kids and coaching kids and all that kind of good stuff and mentoring kids over at Treasure Island. I watched him a couple of years ago. So he's a great guy in the community, a great personality. But, man, I just don't like seeing my guys get beat up like that. I really don't. Yeah, you know, it's really sad, you know. But, I mean, it is a, it's the fight game. Yeah, it's, know. You know, I mean, we've been through this for generations. I mean, I mean. Every fighter, every fighter at the end, you know what I mean. I mean, it's gonna, it'll happen to John Jones too. You know, I mean, uh, you know, unless, except for the guys who, who just are so good that they get out unscathed. But, you know, you watch like Munoz, Josh Koscheck, some of these guys. Uh, even Cub Swanson last night, I was worried about him. Cub Swanson took such a beating from Frankie Edgar in his last fight, and then he came out last night with Max Holloway, and he just felt like he was a different guy. <laughs> I, I mean, it was just like, you know, he was just, he was, you know, you, you're just, you're, you, you're slow. That's it. Yeah, like Gilbert Melendez against Anthony Pettis. Um, he, he said he felt yeah. he, he said he felt the slowness. Did he really? Yeah. Well, that's that's not a good thing because you know in the fight game when you feel the slowness, um, you know I mean everyone like that's what happened to Fedor at the end too. I mean he just he only lost a split second, but that split second is the difference between connecting and being connected on. Is the Rafael dos Anjos win over Anthony Pettis the upset of the year thus far in 2015? Uh, yeah, yeah, so far. Um, you know the Yoana Yo- win, but but uh, Yoana win really with hindsight, it shouldn't have even been an upset. But um, I think Pettis has really been a great fighter. Um, Dos Anjos has has certainly shown it of late as well. Um, just uh, but he just he he rocked him early and had his number. It was very similar to the um, Dillashaw and Hinton Burrell fight where everybody thought that Dillashaw was just a guy who was going to get waxed, similar to, to Dos Anjos. And then he, he he nailed the guy early, and um, the guy you know Pettis, Pettis just really didn't know what hit him and had no answers for for, for that whole fight. That was a 
I mean, you just watched that fight and you kept thinking, like, you know, what's going on here? It's just not what you thought the fight was going to be. Kane Velasquez, the world heavyweight champion, back in action. The uh, Metro PCS kid, the sponsor, poster boy for Metro PCS, um, taking off for Reese Verdum. This is a unification match between the interim champion and the champion June the 13th in the Arena de Mexico. How many seats does that arena hold? 21,000 and sold out. Yeah, and like in a heartbeat, huh? Yeah, second time in a row. I mean, this this fight was actually supposed to be there in um, November, and then Kane got hurt. So now it's taken place in a couple of weeks, well, on June 13th. Okay, you mentioned Kane getting hurt. Of course, Kane's been hurt a few times. Uh, uh, Pettis has been hurt. Dominic Cruz has been hurt. These are these. Is this a matter of guys overtraining? It's a matter of the sport. Um, you, you, it, it, there's probably some involvement. The problem, the problem with the sport is, is that you have to train so many sports all at once. You know, like boxing, you only have to train boxing. But in this one, you got to train boxing, kickboxing. You got to train, um, you know, kind of transition MMA game, and you got to train wrestling, and you got to train submissions, and all that. You got to be skillful enough in everything that you that you're really good at, at enough aspects to, to to dominate, but not bad in in any aspect. So so a guy will grab your weakness. So it's um, you know, the the amount of training it takes to be a top guy is wears your body out, and um, yeah, it's 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 a it's a cruel business in a lot of ways because it's just it's so physically hard and and you're you know yeah and then the injuries i mean you know the injuries are what ends up you know shortening careers yeah so we went from australia from poland to australia canada the philippines uh brazil we'll talk about this in this minute but ufc fight night 69 alexander gustafson the glover texaria at light heavyweight i mean this is going down june the 20th at the o2 arena berlin germany uh, why didn't they do this in Sweden? Uh, because they already ran Sweden just recently. Okay. And, uh, you know, they did whatever it was, 30,000 people. And they, 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 um, just didn't feel like, um, going back to Sweden so quickly. Interesting. Dave Meltzer is our guest. So we're talking about the upcoming UFC schedule. Of course, John Jones and Anthony Rumble Johnson are going to go on UFC 187. Uh, quick pick on that, uh, Dave. Uh, I, you know, I can't pick against John Jones. Nobody, nobody picks against the undefeated guy like Mayweather until he gets beat, right? Right, exa- exactly. I will, you know, Rumble Johnson, if he tags him, Rumble Johnson's got unreal power. So he, he absolutely has a chance, especially early. But I just feel that John Jones is much quicker than, than Rumble Johnson. And, you know, um, but still, I mean, uh, geez, Rumble Johnson took apart Gustafson. He really did. Yep. I mean, it was just like you watched it. You was like, this guy's scary. And when he, and when he fought um, Noguera... Now, granted, Noguera is on the way out, but it was still a scary display. I mean, Rumble Johnson's got got. Um, I don't know if he's the, the hardest puncher um, in the in the in the in the company, but I'm sure he's the hardest puncher at light heavyweight. And so, um, if he connects with John Jones, uh, he can he can hurt him and finish him. July the 11th, the big fight: Jose Aldo and Conor McGregor. Is there a bigger fight period on the horizon outside of this one? I don't think so. I think Ronda Rousey and Cyborg would be a bigger fight. Yeah. Um, I think that, um, you know, maybe maybe because Conor McGregor's been so good at promoting it, but there's, um, I think that Weidman and uh, Luke Rockhold's going to be a big fight. But not maybe not as big as this one. This one's big. You mean Belfort. The thing, the thing with this one, this one's gigantic in Ireland and Brazil. Uh-huh. Um, but it's, it's going to be big in the United States as well. But I don't know that it's going to do gigantic pay-per-view numbers, but it's got, you know, it's going to have a strong undercard because you've got Robbie Lawler and um, 
uh, Rory McDonald, which is a pretty solid, um, you know, welterweight championship fight. They were going to, they wanted uh, Matt Brown and, and Nate Diaz, which is a great fight as well. But but Nate did not take that fight, so I don't know what they're going to do as far as an undercard goes. But uh, you know, I think that they're pr- probably going to load up the undercard as well because they they're trying to to uh, promote with the idea that July is the big show of the year. Um, that's that's kind of the goal right now. Is every July you have a giant show like next year's July show? Um, I believe they're trying to make the timing work to make it UFC 200 and make it the biggest show of all time. But they also, you know, they're also working on this December show in Madison Square Garden if they can get that show being one of the biggest shows of all time. So, you know, um, and there's a matter of you know again people being healthy on the right day. Talk to me about the newsletter now. How long have you been doing this? Uh, I've been doing the newsletter since '82, so it's 33 years. And how do we subscribe? Go to www.wrestlingobserver.com, and if you sign up for the website, you get the newsletter every Wednesday um, as part of the website package, along with audio shows that I do with Brian Alvarez three to four times a week, and that Brian Brian does many other shows um, on a daily basis on the website. Um, and there's also another newsletter and a lot of exclusive articles and things like that on the site. Or you can do it by print, which the uh, information is also on the front page of the website, WrestlingObserver.com. If you're looking for, um, you know, subscription information for the print issue, it's up there as well. And you can get it mailed to your door like Pedro does. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the Muhammad Ali of MMA writers, the greatest, Dave Meltzer. All the best to you, my friend. Thank you very much, Pedro. Always a pleasure to have him on, man. He is just a wealth of information. I could talk to him for hours and hours and hours and hours. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you're looking for the perfect dentist to fit your needs, you need to call the Find My Dentist hotline. We're a free service that finds quality local dentists matched exclusively to your needs. We've been helping customers just like you find the perfect dentist since 1986. Many people want to go to a dentist, but they don't know how to find one that's right for them. So we do all the searching for you. With thousands of quality dentists nationwide, whatever you need, we can help you. From basic services like getting your teeth clean to teeth whitening, getting dentures, braces, and more. Basically, if it involves your mouth, we can find the best dentist for you. We're here 24 hours a day to help, and we even have Spanish agents available. So call now. Call 800-503-3735. That's 800-503-3735. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800 614 1242 800 614 1242 800 614 1242 800 614 1242 Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state.
Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Putting that rock music on my show. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 58 minutes past the hour. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is a presentation and production of the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We are Saturdays at 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour on Sports Byline. We combine both boxing and MMA. Then we come back on Sunday with a two-hour edition. The first hour at 11 a.m. Pacific time, we talk boxing. The second hour, we talk MMA. Then we come back, wait, the third show. Talk about Monday afternoons, 5 p.m. Pacific time on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. So we're all over the place. You check out our information by going to iHeartRadio.com. Download the free iHeartRadio app and take Ring Talk Live Worldwide anywhere you go on your smartphone, your tablet, anywhere you go on to go. I want to thank Assyrian Pete who was on the other side of the glass for the first hour. Jerry Burke on the other side of the glass this hour. The man sitting in front of this microphone is Mr. Pedro Fernandez. And I thank you so much for tuning in to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 30 plus years now, you're inside looking through the world of boxing and MMA. Don't forget the website, ringtalk.com, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk.com. Until next time, peace, love, lots of respect. Jerry Burke, take it away.